0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Chakras and Cusswords. So, I'm currently going to do this podcast outside, so I'm just going to warn you guys now. You're probably going to hear a lot of birds. Um, I've been taking time and trying to kind of like spend more time in my backyard. Um, To me, it's kind of like a kind of relaxing place. <laughs> they have a lot to say, like me. Um, so, I wanted to talk about walking away from a situation. And this can come from whatever the situation is if it's a relationship, if it's a journey, if it's a path, if it's a hobby. Whatever it is, we sometimes have to come to the realization that it's time for us to walk away. Um, And I think the time that you realize when it's time to walk away is when you don't have any more enjoyment, any more passion any more happiness from whatever it is. So if it's something that used to make you so happy, so so very happy when you would do it, see it or be around it and it no longer gives you that happiness and it's almost like a it's almost like a pain Like, you feel like it's painful for you to now be there. It's painful for you to now be around that person. Or it's painful for you to now do whatever it is that you used to do. So... you have to kind of look at it like this we are creatures that are growing um we are people who grow who do certain things and then come to a point where that is no longer fulfilling our purpose So you have to kind of think about it as a kid. Like when you were a kid, you used to maybe ride your bike for hours. Play checkers for hours. uh, Hang out with your best friend for hours. Whatever it is. You used to devote a lot of time to it because it brought you joy. At some point in your life, you had to grow up. Maybe stop playing checkers for hours. Stop hanging out with your friends for hours. Not necessarily because you hated it, but you had to grow up. So, walking away from something, even if it is a hobby, is sometimes hard because you've taken time to dedicate this into your life, you've put money towards it, you've um, invested in it mentally, physically, and emotionally, but sometimes you just don't really enjoy doing it anymore or you have multiple reasons to give up this hobby and I'm talking about this because I've come to the conclusion that, um, I have like this little side jewelry business that is a, um, multi marketing company. It's something that I do enjoy the jewelry and I do enjoy, um, you know, meeting people and stuff like that, but it's just kind of come to the point where it was a hobby it was a journey that I was on, you know, me doing this the rest of my life isn't really substantial in my life. It's not my passion. It's just something that was fun. I want a discount on jewelry, to be honest. Um, and now it's kind of become something that takes a lot of my time. Um, Not even that much of my time, but it takes enough where I feel like I'm responsible for posting photos, I'm responsible for sharing the new jewelry that comes out, I'm responsible for, um, you know, selling the jewelry, I'm responsible for um, taking time out of my day to kind of keep it going. And while I do enjoy doing it, it's... Nothing that I'm overwhelmed with joy to do. So I have come to the conclusion that I do want to walk away from it. And going into that transition because I don't want to just brutally stop anything I do. Like I definitely want there to be like fair warning to my customers. And um, because I do have a set of loyal customers who purchase jewelry from me. Um, who I stay in contact with and, um, you know, who follow me on social media and who, you know, I often text about jewelry and, you know, a little bit about our families and stuff like that and it's not that I want to just stop selling the jewelry and never talk to these people again it's just that, you know, I don't enjoy doing it to the amount that I wanted to take up all my time or most of my time or even some of my time. Like, um, it's just time for me to walk away from that adventure, from that journey, from that path that I was on, um, that hobby that I was doing. It's just something that um, I kind of want to walk away from. So as you see that that is a a reflection that I had to come with that it was time for me to walk away. Obviously, one of the hardest parts of walking away from certain adventures or paths or journeys in our lives would obviously be uh, relationships are extremely hard to walk away from because there's so much tied into a relationship. And I'm very fortunate because, um, with my relationship, with my marriage, we've been um, together for years, like decades. <laughs> um, we've been married almost, Jesus, like 20, 21 years. Um, and it's not easy being married. I'm never going to say that it's like not, it's it's hard, um some marriages are able to communicate better with others. Some marriages have issues that a lot of people uh don't talk about um a lot of marriages you know it's sometimes it's really you know hard to be married to somebody. um I've never come to the point where I mean my husband and I have definitely had our ups and downs and have had to, you know, take time apart, but I have never come to the part where he's never, I guess you could say, bring me happiness anymore. Or I've never come to the situation where I've been like, I just need to walk away from him. And I feel bad for people who get married and come to that part in their life where They need to walk away from a marriage or a relationship or whatever it is. Or maybe they aren't even ready to walk away from it. But whatever actions they placed on their marriage or whatever actions that happened within their marriage or their relationship uh, developed consequences where the other person has now felt that it's time for them to walk away. And... My parents are divorced, and um, it's definitely hard you know when you see a marriage breakup and um, I've seen it with friends um, I've seen it you know with people that I know coworkers and it's definitely a hard to- time and I don't think it should ever be anything that's rushed. I think when you are dissolving uh, a relationship that long or a relationship with that much substance, you really need to take your time and make sure that that is the right decision. So like for me, (laughs) I've been thinking about walking away from a little, uh, you know, marketing, jewelry marketing business for almost like two, three months. Uh, Because, uh, you know, I invested time in it and I wanted to make sure that was something I really wanted to do was walk away from it. Because when I walk away from something, that's going to be it. Not saying I'm never going to purchase jewelry from them again or never going to talk to my clients again or my customers or friends again who I met through the company. But it's just time for me to move on. So definitely whatever it is that you are planning on walking away from, you need to take your time and not let it be a rushed decision or a rushed move. Um, and when you come to the thought of a career or a, something that brings you income, something that is a means of survival... And walking away from that is very different than walking away from... Even a relationship has an economic factor to it. You're going to lose money. um, You might have to move out. But walking away from a career or... The garbage truck is going. Or a... So definitely walking away from something that brings you money is, um, is a different situation because that's your mean of survival. So you need to definitely take your time and make sure that you have enough income where you can survive and it doesn't leave you in a situation where you are worse because Removing yourself from a path or journey is to help you grow. So definitely if it is a job path that you have decided you do not want to go on anymore or it is a career that you have decided maybe is not right for you, definitely take time. Um, Maybe, you know, do your research, save your money before you make a decision like that of walking away from, um, a career and make sure that you are able to do this. Um, I would say that right now for me, this is kind of like a major talk topic about leaving a journey, leaving a path, uh, not just because of the jewelry, but just also because I have a, a friend who I would say she's like, you know, she's more than a friend. She's my best friend. She's like, a sister, she's like a soul sister. Like she is, like we're like the same, the same like wavelength. Like we're very on the same vibe. I mean, our lives are very different. Um, you know, we've had different life experiences, but we've also had very similar a lot of similarities to them. Um, we come from the same type of um, cultural background. We're both born and raised in the Bay Area. Um, <clears throat> so she's currently, <clears throat> and I don't mean to talk about her, but I'm, I'm going to, because this is somebody who is walking away from their home state. Um, she's been in Vegas, in Nevada for a long time. And she just feels that where she is staying no longer serves her purpose. She's not happy there. Um, she's just, I guess you could say it's not helping her grow as an individual and she's come to the conclusion that she wants to move and she's not necessarily moving to a state where she has, um, resources or connections or family. She's actually going to move to the South, um, to Georgia, which, just completely different than where she's from um, completely different from where she's been completely different from how she's been raised but she wants to I guess <clears throat> journey somewhere that isn't her quote unquote comfort zone and after doing research she's come to the conclusion that this is where she wants to be so definitely uh, excuse me so definitely it's a huge step Um, this is a life changing move Um, do I think it's the best move for her yes I do And the reason why is because she's not happy where she is at. She's not happy in the environment she's in. She's not happy just right now at the moment at where she's at. Um, And she's a survivor. Um, When people say you're a survivor of something, sometimes life, you have to be a survivor of life. She's not the type who will um, make excuses. Um, She's not the type who will, you know, say, I can't do this. So she's definitely not the type who will just give up on something. So I believe if anybody who can relocate themselves with no spouse, no partner, just basically her and her children, it's going to be her. And I say this with great confidence because I know what type of woman she is. She's a very strong, strong strong-minded woman, strong, independent woman, Um, and like I said, she is a survivor and sometimes, um, we're not a survivor of cause. We're not a survivor of, of something that's happened because we, you know, we are a survivor of life and she is trying to find the, the best life for her and the best life for the ones around her. And, um, right now she knows that she's not happy where she's at so it's time for her to walk away so walking away is just another step sometimes in the right direction for people and um, it's kind of you know hard to see it at the time, because everybody feels like, um, when you leave something, when you give up something, when you stop something, that that means that you have failed. Um, you know, in all actuality, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that you failed. It just means that this is not the purpose for you right now. So, um, you know, I don't, um, I don't want to say that I'm an expert <laughs> of walking away making right directions. Um my life is pretty um my life is pretty I would say uh quote unquote cookie cutter. You know, I'm a mom with two kids. Um I'm married. It's nothing that um where I've had a lot of turmoil or suffering or anything or had to make drastic moves. Um, I've left jobs, but I've always left jobs for a job that paid me higher (laughs) or a job that I thought I would be more happier at. Um, And like many of us, we have done that. Um, But I would definitely say that I am a little more self-aware because I do take a lot of time to concentrate on my happiness because I get in because when I get unhappy, I get moody and I try not to let that because I don't want to be a moody person. I don't want to be a grouchy person. I don't want to be a bitchy fucking person. Um, I have that temperament where I can get there. So I feel like I'm always doing hobbies. I'm always doing a lot. Like I am always that busy, busy person. Um, During this whole COVID-19 pandemic, I've kind of chilled on the busyness. Um, And I think that kind of, you know, I've always had times where, you know, I started the, the jewelry thing and I was like, oh, you know, this is kind of a pain. I don't know how much I like it. And I kind of, you know, did it for a while. It's been about a year. And I've come to the conclusion that it's time for me to walk away from it. Um, I'm always going to do something, you know. I'm going to concentrate more on my health. Um, I want to get back to working out more. I do work out, but not to the point that I used to I'm not necessarily on a routine and I don't know if I want to put myself on a routine Um, but I want to be more active I want to uh, eat better I want to drink better Um, less alcohol (laughs) because um, alcohol I would say alcohol with me. I don't want to be an everyday drinker. And I've noticed that I have gotten into that. I get into these brief periods of time where I start f- drinking a lot of f- fucking beer, start drinking a lot of wine. And um, th- there's nothing wrong. Like my mom, she drinks, you know, like a glass to a half a bottle <laughs> night. <laughs> She's Italian you know, that's just what the fuck she does. You you know, I don't want to be a person who drinks every night. Like that's just something I don't want to do. Um, not saying that my mom isn't healthy or anything like that, but just saying that it's just something that I personally do not want to do. Um, just because it makes me feel tired. It makes me feel lazy. It makes me feel groggy the next morning. And I don't even drink that much, but, I mean, two good beers and I'm done. So um, three good beers, I probably have a headache in the morning. So it's just something I don't want to do. So I kind of want to concentrate more on um, just, you know, myself and also doing the spiritual, you know, journey and kind of cleansing my soul and just kind of coming to terms with my past and um, and just a lot of life events so sometimes walking away from a situation is actually making a step forward and um, So if you are planning on walking away, take your time and um, kind of put yourself on the right roadmap by looking at the direction that you now want to go in because you can't walk away from something without making another step forward Um, in whatever it is that you want to do in life. So, thank you guys for listening to Chakras and Cuss Words. As you know, I don't like to babble on too long. So, um, I hope this episode wasn't too choppy. I did have to pause it a few times. Um, Just because I'm outside, uh, the garbage truck came. (laughs) Uh, My allergies have been off the hook. Um, I will give a little update on the fucking... COVID-19 and, uh, being a nurse in the emergency room. Um, and, uh, right now, California is definitely, uh, increasing in numbers. Uh, Gavin Newsom last week put a mandatory mask, um, requirements for the whole state. Um, I would say I've definitely seen an increase in cases in the emergency room. Um, I've been fortunate where I haven't seen too many extremely sick COVID-19 patients, um, but they are there. Um, I've heard stories of them. The um, patients that I have talked to were sick, but they didn't have to be intubated. Um And they were, um, I would say, basically just people who are still working. Somehow, you know, are you know coming in contact, you know, being out working, working, you know, in groups. Um, It's really affecting the, um, black community, the African American community and the Hispanic community a lot out here in California. And I feel like, um, one of the reasons why is because a lot of them are still working. Uh, they don't have professions where, um, maybe they can work from home, uh, or companies that are allowing them to work for home. Um, I have seen a lot of, farmers, um, farmers. Um, Uh, Mexicans who uh, have been working in the fields get COVID-19, you know, it's starting to affect Mexico a little bit more, which I heard, um, I don't know how true it is, but I saw YouTube where a lady was saying that um, people were coming from Mexico to get more treatment um, in the States because um, the Mexican hospitals were overwhelmed. We have a uh, a hospital out here who had, I believe, thirty, about thirty employees. This is in the Central Valley. This is uh, in Lodi. Uh, thirty employees come come positive with COVID nineteen, and the hospital basically went on a non COVID diversion, saying that they won't admit patients unless they are already covid positive so it makes me come to the conclusion that maybe people who are covid positive are still working in the hospital um i don't know the hospital didn't re- they put out a a article but they didn't really state if the people who are covid Uh, 19 positive are still working. Um, This is Lodi Memorial. If anybody wants to look it up, it's been in the news. Um, I don't work there, so I have no problem talking about it or dropping names of the organization. But it just makes me wonder, like, um, are the employees who are positive and maybe asymptomatic, but they are positive, are they still working? And is that why the organization decide to only make it a COVID hospital. Um, so to me, that kind of seems weird, but I understand maybe they think more people are infected than they actually tested, and they're just going to make it um, a COVID hospital, but you have to look at the situation for the people in the community. So now you have people who live in Lodi, who can't go to Lodi, because um, they're having a stomach pain, or because they're having a heart attack, or because they're having uh, labor, or you know, whatever, they more are like reluctant to go there and now they're going to have to travel to the next city because their local organization is possibly just a covid hospital where it kind of really makes it hard for the community and it's you know really unfair i don't know if um They became positive because they have lack of PPE, but I'm assuming they do. Um, Most of the hospitals here are still having a lack of PPE, which I don't understand how we are so many months into this pandemic. And... We're, nurses are still being asked to use N95s, not only through the day, but, um, you know, there's been suggestions of re-sterilization of them. There's been suggestions of um, using the N95 for a week. I personally will not use an N95 for a week. Um, I don't care. <laughs> Management can send me home. If they want to suspend me, whatever. I will not be using an N95 for a week. I'm sorry. I won't. Um, If for whatever reason they won't give me an N95, I do have N95s that have been in my car at like, I don't know, however hot it gets in my car and I will use that one. I don't feel comfortable with the re-sterilization of the mask because I don't know what products they are using. Um, what chemicals it will use throughout the years, what kind of effects will that have on me? Um, I know nurses have broken out into rashes from it, and just it 's just something that i don 't feel like we should be doing. You know, we have all these standards of excellence, standards of care, standards of safety, and you guys can't give me a proper fucking mask. I mean, are you kidding me? So this is definitely still ongoing situation with the PPE. Um, And, you know, it's sad. I'm not going to get into the whole, you know, uh, opening up the economy and, you know, stuff like that. Me personally, I'm not jumping into anything too soon. I'm not rushing back to the gym. I actually went ahead and, um, put my gym, you know, membership on hold, just something that me and my family decided to do. Everybody has to do what's right for them in their household. If you feel like you know going out and um, going to the gym and doing all that stuff and going to the restaurants right now is fine for you, then go ahead and you know live your life. But for me right now, I don't want to rush out there, and it's just because I don't want to get sick. Um, I don't want to bring it home to my kids. I don't want to bring it home to my spouse. I'm not saying do I think I'm going to die of if I get COVID-19, I mean, I could possibly get very sick. Um, you know, people in New York got very sick. Um, people at young ages got very sick. I do have a pre-existing medical condition. My son has a medical condition. It's just something I don't want to bring into my home because I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to get sick. I, I just want to keep my family safe. So for me and my family, I've made the decision that we're not rushing back to go socialize with people. We're not rushing back to open up, you know, to the nail shop, to the gym, to get a haircut. You know, we're just going to kind of take it slow, stay within the circle of friends that we've seen. And, you know, just leave it at that. So that's a little COVID-19 update because I know this is what started this podcast, but um, I definitely, you know, want to acknowledge that COVID is still here, but I don't want this to be my whole podcast (laughs) based on COVID. (laughs) But um, yeah, so thank you guys for listening to Chakras and Cuss Words. Um, I would say this episode hasn't had many cuss words, which is fine. A lot of nurse, uh, damn, uh, noise from the birds, but it is, uh, you know, nice to be outside. So, um, thank you guys for listening. Please share. Um, if you would like, you can follow me on TikTok, (laughs) see my horrible dancing moves. And, um, I try to have my TikToks have a little meaning because I did do a podcast talking shit about nurses (laughs) in TikTok. So it is, uh, chakras and cuss words, TikTok. (laughs) You can also follow me on Instagram at CallieCat143 underscore. And everybody have a fucking great day. Bye.